0: And welcome to the five hundred and forty ninth episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host Trainer Thatch here today with my excellent early morning co host. I don't actually know who goes first in this order. I believe it's we have R Sigma. Oh no, it was Sublime. Sorry.
2: Oh, was it's it Sublime? It okay. doesn't matter. It doesn't. Time blends. Matter. Matter. <laughs> Time's <laughs> a construct, guys. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like it, it's it's to the point where like I'm pretty sure. So we also have Sublime. By the way, there's the introduction. Hello, hello! It's gotten to the point where we've all been doing the show so long and so consistently together that I don't remember when you guys started doing it with me. Because mm. I mean, I I I can say confidently that both of you have been around at least for five years.
2: Yes, right and now. also our lives have changed a lot. Yes, in that like it's yeah. wild how different our lives have been yeah. since while doing the podcast.
0: Exactly. So first of all, uh, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Underground Champion Pokemon Underground Champions League—a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. We talk everything from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. Uh, it's going to be a really good time. So I've had an interesting week. I have like a couple of like PSAs for the community before we get into like what you guys have been up to, only because. Things have been awkward for me this past week, so one, that just turned off his DMs on Discord again.
2: Oh, no! Yeah,
0: yeah, it was getting kind of bad. Also, um...
2: Y'all don't be creeps! Y'all don't be creeps! It's yeah, that simple.
0: Yeah, also, like, the appropriate way to contact me is not to contact me through my personal Facebook, either. Please don't oh, do that. Oh, no! Yeah, please don't try that. I will not respond. I will not re- I will not accept your friend request. Please do not try to do that. That's much so crossing a line between podcast host and listener that uh, I don't want to. Now, can we become Facebook friends? I don't know how you think I met Sublime and R Sigma, but I did meet them through the podcast and then we talked to each other through like Discord.
1: <laughs> no, chat wing.
0: And then we became Boy. friends, but not in Thatch's DMs. We did it, we did it in public. <laughs>
1: Back in the days of Chatwing. Oh.
0: Yeah, I've been just like, yeah, I don't know. Lately, like, I just had a ton of people come out, so I just wanted to put that PSA out there. <laughs> like, don't, please don't DM me on Facebook. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not appropriate. Uh, and I had to shut off my DMs because a lot of people were just kind of, I, I think they were going a little too far with how uh, how chummy they wanted to be with me. Mm. And I don't have a problem talking to people. Like, I, it, it's really a shame because, like.
2: I forget the name of it. But there's, like, a phenomenon where people feel like they know you because, like, they kind of do from the podcast, right? Like...
0: Absolutely. No, no, no. It, it's it's absolutely true.
2: But you don't know us like that, y'all. Okay? We'd love to know you like that, but you don't automatically, okay? <laughs>
0: for me, for me, it's not so much that they don't know me because I do put a lot of myself on the show. Yeah,
2: exactly. And it comes across... and it's, it's, don't weird, know cause that. because it's a one-way relationship sometimes, yeah.
0: It's what Sigma said. It's it's a one-way relationship because I know nothing about them, right? So, like coming up to me, like you know me,
2: you do, but we don't know you like that. Exactly. Yet, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Introduce,
0: please. Let's let's talk in general before we talk in DMs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's fine. I I go to pot, I go to the Discord all the time. So yeah, it's uh, just just like a little little thing right there. Just like let's be nice to Thatch and not uh, go into his DMs. Now, th- speaking of meeting Thatch and talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to uh I am going to go and spectate at uh the Pokémon International Championships uh next weekend, not next weekend, the weekend after next.
1: Yeah, 2 weeks. 2 weeks. Now.
0: Yeah, yeah, the 24th through 26th. Uh so if you're there come say hi. I'll be there with uh with uh, a couple other people. I think Seth's going to compete. He's he's definitely mentioned that on the show and I think Shamu's going to come as well. So we'll all be there. Come say hi. Don't get dinner with us. But uh, we will we will be there. You can come say hi. We will definitely say hi to you and maybe sit around and chat for a while. Sh- Amu and I are there to grind the side events, okay? We're going to grind those mm-hmm. side events like nobody's grinded those side events before.
1: Get yourself enough tickets to go get a booster box and be happy.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if It was on the wall at St. Not St. Louis. Well, I guess they did do one it's around there, but I, I don't know what was on the prize wall like when Seth went to Salt Lake or anything. But they usually have good stuff on the prize wall.
1: It's always safe to assume that there's going to be a handful of plushes, but you, yeah. if you don't want anything else, you can get a booster box or some yeah.
0: boosters, so. I'm sure they'll have, like, a Switch or something for no reason as well.
1: Yeah, but those usually go
0: pretty quick. Those will go pretty quickly, yeah. Those will go pretty quickly.
1: Like, those are gone day one.
0: It's just like Pokemon oh. Chuck and Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. It's fine.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: It's Pokemon Chucky e. Cheese. I mean, I don't want a Switch either. Like, I, I have a Switch. I don't think I need another one. We
2: all one. got Switches. Like, we good.
0: Yeah, I don't think I need another one. But what if it's the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee edition? I'm very happy they announced the side events, though, finally. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, are they stupid, though. Uh,
1: <laughs> the TCG is significantly better than the VGC ones, but...
0: Oh, yeah, the VG... The problem, the problem is, like, they could have done it okay with the VGC too. Like, they've done it in the past, and they just really kind of... I don't know. I don't know how to say it. They they just kinda like didn't follow through at all.
1: What, you don't want to go Rotom bike rallying?
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Like, okay, okay. So in the past they've done like really fun events where like they've done Little Cup and they've done Or like, Colors, or, or, colors or. or something fun. And this time they were just like, mm. but what if you just battled with your switch upside down? That's that was so
2: why? dumb. Why? That was yep. so well, dumb. Why though?
0: Yeah. It's what if
2: you come. didn't? How about that? <laughs> yep. Oh,
0: oh, hear me, hear yeah. me out. What if we just didn't do that? Because that makes no sense. It's like huh? I think it's literally just a way to like in, in influence misclicks, right? Like
1: that, that's all you're doing is like, oh, do you have the same
0: dexterity as your opponent? No. Oh, sorry. It's actually a test of dexterity, and I don't know. It's just it's that one was weird. I like, I saw that one. Let me. I want to pull it up because like. I don't know if it's in the news, but it shouldn't be. Uh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> just because, like, it's so silly, stupid. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it other than it, it's just absolutely, uh, absolutely nonsense. Like, they they just didn't try. They just didn't try at all.
1: Like, TCG is embracing the Gym Leader Challenge, which yeah, kind of cool. Whatever, they had some but-
0: cool stuff. They, they actually had some cool stuff. So let me, uh, let's start with the video game, because, like, the video game is so nonsense. They have time trials, which are free for you just to run around with your bike in the wild (laughs) area, which I just don't understand. Then you have uh, you have some pickup pods so you could just do, you know, regular VGC, which I'll probably do a couple of those. One, because they're cheap, but two, because they're a lot of fun. They did do something. They did use the fun one that because the Internet's doing it called the Pokemon Sword and Shield Catch Cup, where I think you have a specific area where you can go catch your entire team that you're about to go battle with, which sounds kind of fun. It does. So I, I'm into that idea. So I, I'm definitely going to uh, consider that. I'm going to look into it some more today to see, like, what the most optimal strategy might be for something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. to see if it's worthwhile doing. They do actually, and I found this really cute because we're prepping for it anyway with uh, Summer League. They do have a spikemouth doubles cut tournament, which is going to be a lot of fun.
1: I mean, there's no Zacian.
0: Yeah, so, there's no Zacian. Yes. Uh, so I might actually just sign up for that because there's no Zacian, and we're already prepping for Spike Myth teams anyway for the <laughs> summer league. So I might as well do it, right? Like, uh, just build a Spike Myth Devils team. That sounds like fun. But yeah, oh my. And then the, the Malamar Cup's the thing I was telling you about where you flip your switch upside down for no reason, uh, which mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense. And then they're doing Spike Myth again on Sunday, and another Catch Cup on Sunday. That's so no- the the Catch Cup sounds actually pretty interesting. The catch Cup sounds intriguing. Uh, I'm sure they'll screw it up somehow, but the Pokemon Sword and and Pokemon Shield Catch Cup will give players a time limit in a specific area in which to catch their team before battling out in a tournament. Hmm. So it's probably different areas for different things. I don't know. I imagine it's just like Wild Area, Isle of Armor or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's like this area of the Isle of Armor or something like that. Yeah. I imagine.
0: Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a fun puckle event. We should do it on stream. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all for that. Alright, let's see. But yeah, that's uh that that's what they did for us. Hmm. In the TCG side events though, they like you said, way more fun. They're embracing a lot of things. Uh they're doing things called booster battles, which I've not sold on yet. They're supposed to be ten card decks that you build from one booster back booster pack. Like you br- you and crack- they
1: have the Ditto evolution rules or something
0: Yeah, like they have that. they have the mutant evolution rules or something like that and I I don't understand it. It does not sound fun.
1: I remember doing a couple of those at nationals when we went like last time.
0: Yeah, I'd much rather do the. They have build and battle stuff happening. I'd much rather do that. Build
2: and battles better. Love a <laughs> build and battle.
0: I'd rather do build and battle. Build and battles way better. I will probably start my Friday off with a build and battle.
1: The correct option.
0: That is the correct option. I will probably just because it starts at ten a.m. They do a they do a build and battle. I'll probably get Shamu to do it with me, and we'll have some fun.
1: Surprised Build and battles just aren't pick up.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised as well. I wonder if it's because they only have so much stock or something, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll probably just do some build battles for fun, though. Like, I, I, I really like them. They're a fun format, and because, like, the side event, so I think the event itself starts at, like, 7 a.m.
1: Uh, that sounds about the time they to open the doors for check-in and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I think it starts around 7 a.m. or something like that, but the, the side events don't start until 10, so...
1: I was gonna say... I think when I did the VGC portion a couple years ago, it's like they wanted you there around 830 if you yeah, didn't okay. check in the day before. Yeah, yeah. And though with them checking COVID protocol, it, might like be it earlier. probably has to open earlier just to process all of the vaccinations and whatnot.
0: But I'll probably try to shuffle my way over there around nine o'clock or something.
1: Yeah, like the event didn't start till nine.
0: Yeah, I'll probably just try to shuffle my way over at nine just to like, because they usually have like a little pop-up Pokemon Center anyway, mm-hmm. and that'll probably be open early enough to to go around. I, I don't know how many spectators are actually going to go, especially in like with how restrictive they are with the COVID protocols. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like how much how much they're like really leaning into it. I good for them. Uh, the competitive Pokemon scene has always been very progressive, though. Mm-hmm. So good for them. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm I'm going to that, so if you're going to, say hi. Maybe we can get lunch.
2: Yeah, and then you would get to know Thatch in person, for real, yeah. instead of, you know. And then
0: maybe I'll friend you on Discord.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see how that works? You see how that works?
0: <laughs> Have you guys been up to anything, though? Oh, man, we spent most of the time talking about Thatch. I'm so sorry. Uh, thatch,
2: thatch, thatch.
1: I, I did do a sword speed run like, rust yesterday, so that was cool.
0: Oh, how'd that go?
1: Uh, I got, like, under 5.15 just following the guide, and I got lost a few times. My intelion <laughs> was bad. So, you know, not bad. I think on the leaderboard it would have been, like, 52nd place if I turned it in, but I'm gonna see if I can get under,
0: like, four and a half hours. Wow. I think that's a good goal. Okay, that's good. That's good. What about you, Sublime? Yeah. Anything, anything Less crazy? Less
2: Pokemon-related, uh, it's graduation season, y'all, oh, so yep. I just went to a high school- Yep, yep. You know, very that. Checks out. Riveting. Riveting.
0: I know, it checks out. All right, well, on that note, let's go kick it on over to the news. So, let's cue that epic music.
1: Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in.
0: And welcome to the news. In the news, we got a few things. First of all, nobody cares, but the second episode of and Snow has released. The next and final episode is going to premiere on June 22nd.
1: I will be watching that series on June
0: 22nd. Yes, that's when I will start watching.
2: <laughs> mm,
1: yeah.
0: It's only three episodes, and I heard the episodes are all just part of one episode.
1: That's what it looked like to me when I watched the first episode, so it's like, I'll wait for the final one.
0: Also, and I think more importantly, uh, James Turner, the art director for Swish, he also designed things such as Shadalukia and some other Pokemon from Gen 5 onwards, like, uh, like Diaper Bird and...
2: Braviary, right? Uh, yeah.
0: No, no, he didn't do Braviary, he did Volibee.
2: Ah, that's the one! He did
0: Vanillite yeah, yeah, yeah. and Galurk as well. Um,
2: it's the first American-designed Pokemon, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, not American, yeah, not American, that's why f- not American, English speaking. He's from he's from England.
2: That's oh it. yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Work work work. work.
0: Um, um, he was the art director though for that. He was also the director of Harmonite, uh, Tempo, the Badass Elephant, which is a game that I keep forgetting that they made. Um, uh, he's left Game Freak though, uh, and he made his own studio called All Possible Futures.
1: The company formed back in 2019, which is the same year that Sword and Shield came out.
0: Yeah, I wish him the best, and I look forward to what he already announced the game too, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's, like, some kind of bard game. Uh, cool. It looks kind of cool, though. It's coming out next year. That's how we Ooh, knew cool. he left a lot earlier.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, move on, then. You get this next one, Sigma, about, uh, I guess, just how is things going?
1: Yeah, so this was an interesting one, because I've been enjoying this for, like, eight months now, but its growth has gone astronomical in the past couple months. And that's Ironmon, which is randomizer essentially solo run Nuzlocks on twitch interesting yeah because it's a randomizer you can yeah, yeah. play around with things like enemy levels so enemy levels are like 50 percent higher and there's the rules block grinding and using healing items outside of battle and buying healing items
0: i should do this on stream
1: it, it's a very good stream experience uh but the thing is like it's just grown massively to the point where it's got its own twitch tag now that got voted in
0: really uh wow
1: yeah. In April, they had a bot in their Discord server that records every time like a stream with the word Ironmon goes live. And they went from about a hundred streamers streaming daily back in April to end of April to now it's like 250 streamers daily now. So it's kind of absurd. The new rules release. Well, they released this weekend. <laughs>
0: interesting. When
1: we're recording it. So that'll be interesting. It'll probably boost it even more. And it's just a fun time if you're looking for something new to watch on Twitch.
0: Uh, Check it out. Maybe I'll do this. It sounds fun.
1: Yeah, I, I would recommend it. It's it's a good stream time. Uh, You lose a lot. Perfect. And that's kind of, That kind of is what makes it exciting because people are like on their thousands of attempts and fire red trying to beat the game. We should do it. We should do it. Yeah, because you need to roll the right Pokémon. If you're weak to fire, there's not a great chance for you to uh, get there, because in the randomizer, you don't get HMs in the randomization pool. Oh, no.
2: No, because you need them when you need them to progress. And
1: you can't unlearn them in the game's code, so they don't touch that. Exactly. So it's like, you don't have to worry about things like Surfer Waterfall sitting around, but... The number of fire attacks that are high power in Gen 3 are absurd. Like yes. You just learned that through the randomizer, and it's it's a good time. So, uh yeah, it's something to check up on because its growth has gone astronomical. And we'll do it. now that they have their little tracker, it's really easy to watch, too, because you can see what the stats are and the move pool is at all times when they're streaming.
0: Okay, you should send me these things, and then we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, Uh well, moving on, let's Sublime take these next two pieces, I think it's... Uh, all
2: right, all right, Uh some Sword and Shield news, the single Battle Cup has been announced for June 24th through 26th, so you got time to sign up still. Sign ups are open now, but it is just BSS without restrictions existing for Japan to qualify for the Battlemaster Finals. So if you need those 50 BP...
1: No Zashin.
2: And, and no Zashin, we love no Zashin. I mean, we love Zashin too, but...
1: They wanted a qualifier without, like, the restricted mons.
0: Like, the... Uh,
2: there you go. Yeah, this, this is your moment.
0: I'm just so stunned by, like, how bad they are and Sword and Shield at making tournaments. Because, like, I look back on, like, Summon Moon when we had the tournaments and stuff, and they had so many fun ones. And I look at the ones we've gotten in Sword and Shield, and it's just like, yeah, this is BSS, or yeah, this is just VGC.
1: The most interesting one they did was Spikemuth, and that's how it's a summer league yeah.
0: tournament now. Spike Myth is fun. I absolutely agree with that.
1: I don't know how Spike Myth wasn't a real rule set. Uh, I don't know why they did one restricted when they did no Dynamax.
0: Yeah, I know. I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. All right. Well, the more exciting news is next, though. Subway. That's
2: right. Because my boy Del Fox is in Unite. Get into it.
0: I heard it wasn't that good, though.
2: I heard it's really good, but is it? I heard its DPS was good, but it's a. It, I mean, it's a fully. You know, it's gonna have to evolve to Delphox, so you know how that is. Uh, you know, no, but <laughs> well, it, like the ones that have to evolve <laughs> twice are usually like they have to pay off when yeah. they're fully evolved, and they may yeah, yeah. have to suffer for it when they're not. Uh, but my understanding is it's pretty good, so good for him.
0: I really want to play that again too. I just wish I had more yeah, time. Yeah,
2: I, I should jump into it maybe a little bit. It's just like, ugh, the tedium.
0: There's just so much to do.
2: Dealing with other people, you know,
0: I don't mind doing it when you get when you get a bunch of puckle people. I don't mind doing it when you get five puckle people. That
2: part, that's fun. That would be that's extremely fun. That's when fun you work with other humans. Uh, yeah, but when you just you know when you're just lad- laddering, uh, you know, solo. Yep. Ooh. You are at mm. the whims of other people, and that's never fun. Yeah. People who <laughs> want to give it, up know, very quick. Get into the Delphox fantasy, y'all.
0: All right. So, uh, moving gears to the TCG, though. Of the four hundred thirty-two forty-three, 43, uh, of the 400, or not 400, of the 43.2 <laughs> billion cards produced ever in the lifetime of Pokemon, 9.2 billion of them actually just were produced last year which is a fun little tidbit, which one shows, like, how much they've been overprinting the sets because scalpers were coming for them. Uh, mm-hmm. It's great because now it's like the old days where you just see Pokemon cards all over the place. I, I'm pretty sure they're still scalpers, but man, has the price been dropped so hard on a lot of cards, and that makes me super happy.
1: I mean, the packs right now are really fun to open just because of the different types of rares in them that you can find. Yes. And they're not, like, super expensive if you just want to own them, but... Mm-hmm. With the character rares, radiance.
0: I think the TCG is in a great place.
1: It is. It is in a very healthy place, and I'm looking forward to hopefully them carrying it through with Scarlet and Violet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very healthy. Uh, Moving on, though, let's go to Pokemon Go. We'll start with Sigma.
1: Yeah, uh, it's not terribly exciting. They announced some stuff for the TCG tie-in that's happening for the second half of the month. Uh, There's a special hat Pikachu, and there's a Wimpod.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, I, the the news on that was not terribly exciting. It's like
0: whatever. Oh, and there's more
1: news. Is anyone still is playing loops. Go? Yes. Who's playing Go?
2: A lot okay. of people. I play Go. Cool. I play Go. I don't know. I, I I checked out.
1: I I hatched a lot of eggs this week for fossils.
2: You know what? You know what made me bitter. You know what made me real bitter was there was the pattern where, uh, for community day, it was like the starters in a certain order, right? And like some weeks they wouldn't. And then it was supposed yeah. to be Snivy's and turn. And they ruined it. And they just stopped following the pattern. And I'm like, I'm out. Y'all did me too dirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they were going to run out of starters real quick. So they. Yeah, they I was like, they down.
2: did it all the way through Gen 4, but the minute it's supposed to be my turn, they're like, oh no, 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 you're going to wait much longer. So I'm like, well, I see how it is. Yeah. Okay, anyway, community, community Day. day. It, yes, speaking <laughs> of. It's June 25th, and it's going to be from 11 to 2, wherever you at. And it's going to be Dino, so get into it. That's a great Pokemon. That's actually a really good game. Legendary's are really strong, yeah. This is, this would be a good one to do if you do in that. The event will have a quarter hatching and double catch candy, which we love. There will also be a four stars wireless raid that will boost, uh, dino spawns around the gym upon defeat. So, ooh, oh, that's even better. That's nice. Yeah. So get your fairies. That's after the event ends too. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. So it's like it don't even stop.
1: They wanted it more hours for people, but they didn't want it to be six hours. So they're like,
0: I really hate that it's not 6. Like, the 6 was really great. Um, their argument for taking away the 6 is really bad, in my opinion. Because their argument was, like, nobody was playing for more than 3 hours anyway. I'm like, yeah, but a lot of people were That's playing... That's not the for- point.
2: But, like, people were playing the entire time. It's about the flexibility. Yes. What if you got a morning shift? What if you got an exactly. afternoon shift? What if you got to go mm-hmm. to, like, your parents for whatever? Or I don't know. Like, people have lives. A great, okay? a great
0: example is my wife works on Saturdays, which this is. June 25th is a Saturday.
2: There you go. My
0: wife works Saturdays until from, like, 8 to 2. So she couldn't partake. Mm-hmm.
2: But if it was from 11 to 5. If it
0: was 11 to 5, she gets off at 2. So we could go do it.
2: And then she could go have her community. Exactly. See, that's not a good reason. Lazy. Exactly. You know, irresponsible. I,
0: I think it's a hateful. terrible. I think it's very terrible. Mm-hmm.
2: You see, this is why I quit. This is why people quit. So It's know. like
1: why they're saying they want to get rid of re- or lessen remote raid passes. It's like Why more people are raiding, you're probably making more money with the remote Yeah, raid I
0: bases. know.
1: I don't understand they don't
0: understand. Uh mm-hmm. all right. Next next thing, so we get out of the negativity. We're gonna do Puckles Pokey Prediction, the triple P. Uh It's because it was go. Yep. Uh not every Pokemon <laughs> can be a Corviknight, but we can pray for the line to be better than Thievil. Out of Lechonk, Palmy, and Smoliv, which evolution line will have the most competitive impact? Uh, My answer is 1000% Smoliv, because I don't think
2: Lechonk- Same.
1: I, I think I was, I'm team Smoliv, too, unless Lechonk
0: has, like, huge powers. At Lechonk,
2: ability. you know, Lechonk could surprise you, but I think it's Smoliv. If
0: Lechonk becomes a flying pig- with wings and the real answer a fairy is type. none
2: of them. <laughs> but if uh, it's one of them, I'd say smaller Small
0: of yeah, Smoliv has the best chance out of the rest of them. Because like LeChonk is I, I think LeChonk is the new Wulu, obviously. And Yeah. and Wulu like not Wulu, but Dubwool Wool was definitely a disappointment. And it was
1: aggressively uh, okay. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I'm really I'm really hoping that LeChonk's evolution is more than just okay. And, <laughs> and, like, I'm hoping because I'm hoping they give LeChonk a type that's not normal as well. And it, it may be because they, they gave it a Roma Veil, which has only been given to fairy type Pokemon so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it does so. have a
1: big nose, though. So, um,
0: yeah, that's true. But I'm hoping that it's a fairy type. Uh, I think that'd be fun. Um, we'll see. Palmy, 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 I think, is going to evolve. I, oh, I definitely. hope so. Uh, now, that would be great if it evolved because there hasn't been a Pika clone that's evolved, period. <laughs> I hope it evolves. Palmy needs to evolve. Please evolve, Palmy. Uh
1: head and ability with its huge power. That that could help it too. Yeah. Uh but
2: huge uh, power just makes everything good is the problem. Huge power yeah. makes everything good. <laughs> right. That's very true. We can't rely on huge power to make everything good.
0: Small is just gonna evolve into something good. That's my that's my
2: prediction i think
0: it could evolve into i think i think there's like a small chance it could turn into a fire grass type like a small chance a lot
2: of people have said that so we'll uh, see. i think
0: there's a very small chance because like it's got the oil from the olives and like that's technically a little bit flammable yep uh mm-hmm. we're gonna leave it there the last thing i want to talk about is uh summer league is starting this week on the server so definitely go check it out all the gym leaders have times i think there are 10 badges this year but only nine gym leaders and I believe the way we're giving out the 10th badge, which I really like, is we are doing um somewhat weekly, probably bi-weekly battle clinics where you can come and, like, mm-hmm. test out teams against other other competitors or other people on the server. And if you just attend those, you get the badge. <laughs>
2: like, so it's a freebie.
0: It's a freebie. I love it, though. I love it a lot. So de- get a free fairy badge. Yeah, because... free fairy badge because nobody chose fairy.
1: And also, like, without all the tapu, it's kind of a sad typing in this format. Yeah. But.
0: Exactly. Beside the point. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, that's going to be it for us. Uh, We're going to kick it on over to Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge.
2: Welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And
0: welcome to Poke Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to jump right on into it with our first question coming to you from B Barn 894 Which generation saw the introduction of the most Pokemon? I'll just let you guys tell me the right answer.
2: It's Gen it's 5. It's Gen 5.
0: That's <laughs> correct! Wow! Who would have thought? I, I didn't read the answer. Uh, Gen 5, is, yeah. w- with like 156. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I read the question, I read the question as, like, I didn't pre-read it, obviously. And I read it, now, just like, oh. Oh, we all know this. <laughs> Alright. I mean, unless we count the regional forms from Gen 1, Now, uh, Even then, it, I don't think Gen it Gen works. They're just regional. Uh, but regional forms don't count. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, our next question is gonna come to you from Coil. With the retyping in Generation 6... Which champion is the first to use a fairy type?
2: Ooh. Oh, interesting. Okay, let's go through the champions. Um, uh, I know Cynthia has a Togekiss, so that's up there.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Cynthia Cynthia comes to mind. I don't think any of them have an Azumarill.
2: No, uh, no, I don't think they do. I don't Why think would Wallace anybody have a, a non-hidden ability
0: Azumarill? Stop it. Uh, <laughs> a huge power
1: isn't uh, hit- it's not hit hidden ability.
2: Is no. Zap Zipper the hidden? I Zipper is. Zap yeah. Zipper is
0: hidden. Uh,
1: yeah, it's
2: probably Cynthia, right?
1: Yeah, probably, because nobody had a guard. No champion had a guard war. Uh, unless one of Blue's teams maybe had one?
2: Uh, had something? There's a lot of flex slots in there, because he has a certain starter, you know, but um, yeah. I don't think so. Because
1: I think it's like Executor.
2: Executor, Gyarados, RK9 are the three, right? And then you've got mm-hmm. Pidgeot... Um,
1: I don't know what his like fire red leaf green rematch team is because I think
0: that exists, but
2: let's say Cynthia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cynthia is correct with the Togekiss only in platinum, by the way. She doesn't have Togekiss in Diamond and Pearl.
2: Well, I only play platinum because I have taste. Yeah.
0: I don't disagree <laughs> with you. Not the wrong but I'm not going to disagree with you. Uh, <laughs> not
2: wrong. Not the wrong choice. When I played, we, uh, the the Elite Four had their correct type, so there.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I like the way they did it. I like. I like the BDSP teams um, outside of. Like, I didn't play that. I really li- BDSP was scary. Yeah. Like, they, I, I really like the teams. They, they did up. a really good job, actually, on the gyms. Like those are fantastic because they're just like you can't change anything except for the move sets, and then they are just like, oh, can we now?
1: And then you get to the elite porns. Like you can have items now yeah. too.
0: It's like Oh, it was br- it was good. brutal. It was brutal.
1: <laughs> I think in the rematches they gave like an aggron with rockhead
0: like yeah. one attack with a choice band. It's
1: like, no. The AI is always going to click this attack.
0: Yeah. Don't care. Alright. So your next question is your Pokedex entry question. And it's gonna come to you this one this week is gonna be from Grey the Grey. Its Soul Silver Dex entry reads, Once it becomes an adult, it has a tendency to let its comrades plant footprints on its back. Who's that Pokemon? Huh. Once it becomes an adult, it has a tendency to let its comrades plant footprints on its back.
2: Maybe slacking?
0: Uh.
2: I was thinking primate, but I have no idea why.
1: The things the the pokemon i think of people stepping on the most are like stunfisk and those don't have feet to step on either. or other,
2: Comrade, so. yeah this like, is also maybe, from soul oh. silver
0: so
1: stunfisk that part, is that, that part. part
2: yeah
1: i i'm fine with primape to get a second clue sure <laughs> I,
0: okay primape is incorrect this is from it's ultra sun pokédex entry and it reads the fluid of this pokemon's tail secretions changes in intensity of its hue as the pokemon's emotions change
1: oh it's smeargle
0: Mm, mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Smeargle is correct. Uh that is 1 point for you guys. You got uh 3 for 3. All right. Your next question is your multiple answer question. You can get up to 3 points here. And this one's going to come to you from Farmer Fox. There are 9 answers. Ooh. Um oh boy. you get a point for every 3. Um and the question is which nine types have moves that are boosted with the iron fist ability.
2: Oh. Oh, that's good. Okay. Iron fist okay, for those so, of you at home are like
0: punching let's moves. Just with yeah. the, uh, let's, let's just start fire with the uh let's just start with the electric ice. fire
2: electric Ice.
0: Yeah, those punches. Uh those are all correct. That is one point.
1: Steel so meteor ma- So meteor mash and i double iron bash I believe are both punching moves. So steel fighting.
2: Steel and fighting. Those are both correct uh, I as normal. normal mega punch, right?
0: Mega Punch normal, yeah. That's six. That is two points. You are missing three types. So now... You're missing three types.
2: Now it's the tricky part.
0: (laughs) Two of them are kind of sketchy. Two of them are kind of sketchy. Is
2: Shadow Punch boosted?
0: Shadow, Yeah, Shadow Punch 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 is boosted. That is one. The the other two are tricky tricks. Uh... Oh gosh! They are uh, not, They are punching moves that
1: are not named after punching. They moves, are punching so. moves. Oh, they are
0: punching moves not named after punching moves. And the Pokemon that has has them does not have Iron Fist.
2: <laughs> well, that oh, begs the course. question of why, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! Um, that's ugly. Uh, <laughs> let's think of what types might have a thing that might be fist-like.
0: So they're like a. Dual it would make sense to it it'll make sense like. to you when you realize what moves they are. Ugh. <sighs> They might come from hmm. the same Pokemon, yes.
1: It's just that one Pokemon. Hmm.
2: Is that Mom? these two?
0: One Pokemon, hmm. two types of moves that are all about hitting so it's a people Pokemon with two signature in very moves. particular ways.
1: Oh, it's Urshifu. Yeah, Water and Dark.
0: Water and Dark. <laughs> Wicked Blow and Surging Strikes will get boosted by Iron Fist if you skill swap it onto Urshifu. <laughs>
1: I guess. But why would you want
0: to get rid of its ability that's already broken? Exactly. Why would you want to get rid of Unseen Fist? Uh, nobody knows. All right. Well, that gives you three points. So you guys are up to six for four. You still haven't used the hint, even though I was very generous on that last question. You were
2: generous, and we appreciate
1: <clears throat> it. No, I don't think we were ever going to get to no, no.
0: you were we never like, going to get to that. You were never no, going to get there. It's like, no. uh,
2: <laughs> All right. So
0: your final question is your base at question, as always. And this week, it's going to come to you from... The Purple Knight. What Pokemon with Intimidate has the highest base defense stat? They are getting creative. <laughs> they are getting creative in that channel,
2: let me tell you. Is it creative or is it arbitrary? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Intimidators. Um, Arcane Knight has a pretty good defense, right? No, it's really not. Um,
0: hmm. Do you just want to use the hint?
2: Yeah, you know what? I don't care. Let's use the hint.
0: Hmm. This is a dual-type Pokémon. One of the types is fighting.
2: Okay. No fighting. Some fighting.
0: So it's not Hitmontop.
2: It is not Hitmontop. And top is up there for the defenses. So that's... yeah.
0: top is actually number two in this that category. That makes
2: sense. That makes sense.
0: Hmm.
1: What other fighting types have it?
2: Oh! I know. I know what it is. It's Scratchy.
0: Oh, that
1: makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. That's got big old defenses.
0: Scrafty is correct. Um, Scrafty has a defense stat of base 115. Hitmontop and Tauros tie for second place in this category at 95. This is all it trivia that nobody will ever need to know again. Um, And then Incineroar, Landeras, Therian, and Stoutland tie for uh, third with 90. So that's a a, a fun trivia fact for you that you'll never be able to tell your friends because you'll sound like a nerd. But good news is we can end our trivia segment we can put some points on the board for both of you. Um, That actually just expands uh, Sigma's lead. Oh, actually, Sublime, you get points, too. You are already on the board. Look at that.
2: I sure am.
0: All right. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to sort it. Uh, In first place, we have Sigma in the lead with 16 points. In second place, we have Sublime with 15 points. Uh, we got, nice. we've got shark and Linian, uh, tied for third with eight and Seth Vilo in fifth with seven and everybody else has yet to get on the board. So yeah, yes, we did it. We're doing a good job next time. We're going to have to up the points to like 40. Yeah. That's what we might do next time. All right. But until then we are going to kick it there and we're going to switch it on over to the topic after this short break. We have another review for you guys today from Apple Podcast from Ben. You can feel the love and soul these guys have for the game and each other, and it's such a refreshing thing to hear passionate people talking about something they love and not just use the podcast as a way to shove adverts down your throat. With all hosts having separate professions for the podcast, it always feels like you're listening to a podcast made by people who want to be there instead of just being there to pay their rent. No disrespect to anyone who makes their living for media, but you can really feel the love when listening to Puckle. Thanks for that wonderful five-star review. If you want your review read on the podcast, just drop it and we'll probably get it there. So we appreciate it. Every review helps us. So please review us wherever you can find us. And until then, we will catch you on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be top five and bottom five poison types. That's right. We're cashing in the chips on the easy topic again. I don't know. These are just also fun. I liked doing it last time for Rock. And today we're doing Poison. So the way we're going to kick this off is each of us is going to propose a top and a bottom choice for our top five and our bottom five. I think the way we should do it is that we, the three of us have to unanimously agree for those rankings
2: okay. mm-hmm.
0: to slot them onto that list.
2: Then we should start with the easy one.
0: Well, we're going to take turns. We're going to take turns. But yeah, yeah, we'll take turns. I'm going to propose for the top. I would like to propose drill, Maybe Mega Beedrill specifically, but because I think drill is... Just very classic poison-type bug. Yeah. Every other poison-type bug is a shadow. Whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. Because there is one poison bug type that I actually like as well as Beedrill. There, there's a Gen 5 one. scolipede on the- is super cool. I think it
1: is
0: a shadow.
2: <laughs> I, har- I strongly disagree.
0: <laughs> it is a shadow of the, disagree. of the greatness that is Beedrill.
2: Beedrill is a shadow of its greatness. Mega Beedrill don't exist anymore, first of all.
0: Th- that's true, <laughs> but I think Mega Beedrill is solid.
2: And Scolipede is still running it, okay? like
0: I like Beedrill, though.
2: I like Beedrill, but I also like Scolipede, and it's not a shadow.
0: Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I would agree with Scolipede for the top five if we want to just, like, pivot to that then. Because I think we could all agree to that.
1: Speed boost is such a good ability. (laughs) Yeah. And the design is cool.
2: It's so cool. I liked it before speed boost, and then they made it good. I'm like, yes, Scolipede, you deserve it.
1: It doesn't have to baton pass the speed boost away. Like, that's that's a good, it's it's a good, good. it's a good poison.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll allow it.
2: Mega Beedrill is super cool, though, too.
0: I like Mega Beedrill. I think we should we should hold off on the Mega drill as we go down the list, because there's a lot of good Pokemon, period, in this t- category.
2: Yeah. I think we found that we like most poison types, is the
0: thing. Yeah, which is really surprising, at the end of the day.
2: Well, you know what? Most of Gen 1, like, the most common type after water was poison. Yeah. It was, actually. It was. <laughs> they gave it to everything.
0: Yeah, th- well, it was just like, are you a grass type? Well, then you're probably also a poison type, unless you're Tangela.
1: <laughs> it's like... The vines aren't poison, it's fine.
0: (laughs) So let's put Skolipede in the top five. Okay, but bottom five. Bottom five. I know we talked a little bit before the show. Easy. I want to propose something that wasn't in in something we discussed before. I want to propose uh, Quillfish.
2: I have that on my list for bottom as well. I will second that.
0: Because, like, regular Quillfish. Agree. Like, you you can do some, like, fun little draft shenanigans with him in draft leagues. But he is just, like, hot garbage otherwise.
2: <laughs> and Water poison is a crowded field and I think he's at the bottom of it in yeah. many areas.
0: Yeah, I don't the only thing he's got going for him is he's got Swift Swim. But he also has Intimidate. He does have Intimidate. He's got some uses but they're very niche. It's cute to get him to work, but I just don't think he's as fun. And I even think the Hisuian, I don't know. I was really upset.
2: I hate the Hisuian.
0: I was really I was really upset with what they did with Hisuian Pokémon. Not saying that Hisuians are bad. Like I think I think Weirdier is great thing that I really dislike is I really, really dislike... You know how Gen 4 has these types of Pokemon? What if we made Pokemon that were in Gen 4, but they had the exact same types at the same time? That'd be fun, right? To ruin the type diversity? That'd be really cool. (laughs) They did that with Sneasel and Sneasler. They just doubled up on Croagunk's type. And then they did it again with with Quillfish.
2: They improved upon Croagunk's type.
0: Then they did it again with Quillfish, though. And they gave Quillfish... The same type as Drapion, who mm. did it better, in my opinion.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a common type, and it's a good type, but it I don't like the look. I love the colors, but I yeah. hate the color. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like It was really bad.
2: I would put Quillfish and Overquill in the bottom.
0: <laughs> I'm not against that, honestly. Uh,
2: <laughs> like, this is lazy. Like, this is so... I hate it. I hate it.
0: I like
1: Overquill's name.
2: <laughs> it's maybe my least favorite of the Hisuian.
1: <laughs> I like his name. I I like the name. <laughs> I really like his name. That, that saves him for me. I'm not gonna defend him anymore. But I will say the name was really well done.
0: <laughs> so sublime. That's your. We'll say that was your bottom pick. Let's go with your top pick.
2: Okay. Okay. Here's an easy one. We're all gonna agree on. I think Gengar. Uh, I Gengar. You love Gengar. It's the OG. I like Gengar. I like Gengar more as a ghost. Okay, but it's it is a poison type though.
1: Yeah, it is a poison type. I never think of it as a poison type. I just
0: think he's basic.
1: Remember how long Gengar got to live without the weakness to ground?
0: I know. Oh,
2: so good. I miss Chef's it. Kiss. Uh, yeah.
0: I feel like Gengar is like number six for me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, hmm, interesting. Okay, I thought that'd be a shoe in I thought we were all gonna be like, yeah, Gengar's great, we all love Gengar. If
0: this is a ghost list, I'm like, Gengar, iconic ghost. Gengar's iconic in, in ghost, yeah.
2: Okay, but like, if it's both, I don't know, like, I treat it as both.
0: The poison type list is so big. I think there's other things in poison, though, that outclass- Like, especially for even just looking at, like, Gen 1, like, things that seem more iconic for poison to me in Gen 1- are like Nido-King and Nido-Queen.
2: Is it iconic for being poison, or is it just iconic in general? Like, I guess that's, hmm.
0: That's a great question. I'm thinking from a poison perspective, it's like... From a poison perspective, I agree.
1: There are more poison types I would want on this list before Gengar. I
2: feel like if it's on the list, I'm just comparing it to everything else on the list, and Gengar is iconic. Hmm. I wasn't saying, oh, well, it's a ghost first. Like, it's a dual type. If you're a dual type, you qualify, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: well, no, I'm just saying when I think of Gengar, I think of ghost. Uh, I ignored the poison typing on it. Yes,
0: yes, yes. If that makes sense. I agree with that. I'm going to give it a name because I think he's number six.
2: Okay, let's move on. I am gooped and gagged, and I guarantee you a lot of people are going to be pissed. But well, that's their problem.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure they will. <laughs> they will, and then they can send me-
2: Gengar's iconic!
0: They can send an email and yell at me about it. That's fine.
2: Okay, well, just know, people. I, I went up to bat for Gengar. Let it be known.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you tried, you tried. What do you got, Sigma? What do you got? I got Crobat.
2: That's on my list for tops. I agree with that. Yeah, that was on my list. That's on my list for tops.
0: The Zubat line is top poison. Did you know that's the only poison flying type line still? Yeah, I yeah. think I was a trivia a little bit ago. Somehow <laughs> it's still the only poison flying type line. I love the line. Hard agree.
2: I always preferred, before we started getting more interesting, uh, like birds, early game, I always preferred Crobat. Yeah, no. Mm. I still prefer Crobat. Crobat's solid. It's like Pidgey? no. Screw Pidgey, I want a Zubat.
0: Okay, let's not yell about Pidgey, because Pidgey, I think, is great.
2: I'm not complaining about Pidgey, or, like...
0: I think Pidgey's great.
2: Any of them, right? Like, Taylor, whatever. The point is, I always preferred Zubat to whatever early game bird I was on. That's
0: fair. Like, except for, like, Starly.
2: Starly's good, that's fair.
0: I think if I were to rank, like, the normal flying type starting birds, I would do Starly then Pidgey.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Pidgeots just get points for being OG, but I don't know. Pidgeot's actually pretty good. And then we're not even
0: talking about Is it Yeah, and then we're not even talking about Mega pitch yet. We're not even talking about poisons, but you know yeah.
2: Oh I I mean they gave they gave it a stat boost, huh, pretty recently.
0: They gave it a stat boost and it gets heat wave. With the mega? That helps. It got heat wave and the mega was actually yeah, really sure. good. No Guard Hurricane.
2: The Mega's cool. The Mega's cool. If only we could use it, but it's cool.
0: Yeah. No Guard Hurricane was
2: pretty fun. Very cool, yeah. But Crobat gotta love Crobat. I'm on the I'm on board with that.
0: Yeah, I'm here for Crobat.
1: I didn't think Grobat was going to see any like hatred towards it.
0: Grobat solid. I'll, I'll take um, it. What's your nomination for the bottom?
1: I think I got to go Galarian Slowking mm. just because they didn't So when they revealed Galarian Slowbro, it looked really cool. It was different from Slowbro and I liked it a lot. Uh, when they did I Slowking, it's like, oh, it's just another Slowking. Um, like just mm. design-wise it was disappointing to me. Uh uh-huh.
2: I mean, it's got like this vampire thing. It's got a cape,
1: but like I'm just comparing sl- Slowbro to Galarian Slowbro. I don't know that I would put it on the
0: bottom.
2: Yeah, I like it a, a good amount.
0: Yeah. I like it enough, not top five
2: enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not top five, for sure. But, like, it pulls its thing down. I like it.
1: Bottom poison types are hard. I agree. Is where it's
2: at. Well, we have some shoe ins Maybe we should do our shoe ins first.
0: I think we got some shoeins. Uh Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think we got some shoeins. Okay, so we're we're at top. We got two for top and we got two for bottom so far. Uh, that's what we're recapping. Uh, we got Scolipede and Crobat in the top five. We got Quillfish and Overquill in the bottom five because we're just like, yeah, screw this.
2: Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> they can both go. It's
0: fine. I'll start with the bottom nomination just so we can like kick it in there and like get an easy slam goal. dunk. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. slam dunk it and I'm gonna I'm gonna say swallow.
2: It's just <laughs> crappy muck. It's worse muck. It it's is. just worse. muck. It's worse muck.
0: Yeah, it doesn't need it's to a exist. Stomach.
2: No, like, it doesn't. Like, no, sorry.
0: <laughs> it's gimmicks, not even yeah. fun.
2: Unless you have a vor interest, like no, yeah.
0: Mm. Okay, and then top five, I'm going to say top five because we haven't put a Gen 1 in there. I really like Nido King. Yeah, that's fine. It seems very iconic poison to me.
2: It is iconic, but is it, like, the problem is how do you choose Nido King over Nido Queen?
0: I was honestly going to say, like, maybe it should be, like, Nido King slash Nido King- Queen in the same slot, but, like, because they're the same base stats, essentially, they just re- redistributed them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have no problem with one over the other. I, I just think one of them deserves to be up there because they're both very quintessential. Can they just
2: share it? Can they just share it? Because they, they should. They
0: can share it. I'll let it be shared. I think they should share it. I think they should share it.
2: I'll say yes if they can share it.
0: They can share it. I, they uh, can share it. I have no problem with this. I, I agree with it. I think Nino King slash Nino Queen. When I think Gen 1 Poison type, I think them first over something like Arbok.
2: I think Angar. I think Gengar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I think Ghost-type for Gengar, but...
2: Okay, you can think more than one thing for a thing, though, you know?
1: When I think Ghost-type, I think Gengar, because it was the only good ghost
2: for
0: the first two generations. Yes,
2: it was the only good ghost, but it was (laughs) also a Poison-type, and I appreciate that.
0: It was the only good ghost for, like, a while. First three generations, my bad. First three gens, yeah. yeah, Until Gen gen 4, yeah. And that's when it got to use its special attack with its stabs.
2: Good times.
0: Uh- <laughs> yeah. Gen 4, I think it didn't happen until like...
2: See, we love Gengar. It should be on this list, but that's besides. That's
0: it. for ghosts. We'll do it for the ghost episode, on the ghost episode. But
1: we're talking about how good of a ghost it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Sublime, you got two more?
2: Okay. Yeah, I definitely got two more.
0: Uh- we could probably get a shoe in. I think we got some shoe in still, but...
2: <laughs> Let me dump a shoe in for the bottom, because uh, I know we'll agree on this. Dustox.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Burn that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just get rid of Who it. Who has ever
2: hatched, uh, like, evolved a wormhole and be like, awesome, I got the Dustox line. <laughs>
0: right? No. Uh.
2: Especially because it has a worse special attack when you want to be attacking. You
0: know what's even funnier? Like, in the anime, that's the exact reaction they had, too.
2: It's, of course it is. And I love Jessie, and I love Jessie's Dustox, but uh, it's bottom
0: five. Mm. No, I love it because she was, yeah. like, hoping for the Beautifly, and, then like, they get the <laughs> cascoon, and she still, a, she doesn't understand that it's a cascoon
2: the level of denial (laughs) she doesn't
0: understand it's a cascade for the longest time until it evolves into dustox
2: and then she i love the turnaround it's like actually dustox is better like you know what i appreciate the commitment dustox
0: is better than beautifly but like it's also just a bad poison type i don't know
2: i i don't know i'd rather have beautifly like at least it can have a special attack that does something yeah uh, (laughs) like you're going through the early game that's that's true so that's my bottom. Um, I really would love to see Sneezler on the top.
0: I'm not mm, against I, it. I'm not gonna. I'm not against it.
2: It's an awesome Hisuian. It uh, is a great stat distribution. It does. It made Toxic Croak irrelevant. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Toxic Croak's just also bad, but <laughs> I,
2: yeah. But this is the thing. It's a cool typing that makes it good. I'm
1: very excited to use it in singles. Uh, I'll say that. I would love to see it.
2: It's got an amazing, like, yeah, it's got an amazing design. Like, I love Sneasler. It's one of my favorite new Pokemon in a very long like,
0: time. I, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to veto it because I think it's an interesting one. We could put it there. I'll say Sneasler.
1: Yeah, I'm not against it. It's It's got a cool typing. It's got cool distribution that I'm excited to.
2: Cool typing, cool yep. unique move, cool, great stat, BS, you know, like, mm-hmm. great stat distribution. Great typing. Yeah. Cool look. I love it.
0: It's definitely better than Toxicroak. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's one thousand percent better than Toxicroak.
2: Toxicroak walked so that Sneasler could run. Okay.
0: <laughs> Toxicroak just doesn't need to exist. Like,
2: very that.
0: gunk's holding up the flag. Okay.
2: Yeah. To- Gunk is where it's at. Mm.
0: Gunk's the better poison, poison fighting type.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just design wise, like
2: it's also just a very sublime Pokemon. Like no, like let's just keep it real. <laughs> it's a very sublime Pokemon.
0: I feel like Croagunk. T- they designed Croagunk and they obviously had a banger and they were just like, well, it should evolve though. Right. And they were like, yeah, I guess so. And so then they just made toxic croak. And then they just didn't think about it afterwards. And the game came out and they was just like, maybe we should have done something else.
1: Maybe we should have revised that design. Oh, well,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just feel like toxic croak is such a misstep. I, I don't know. It's just so, it looks so bad. Mm. It looks so bad.
2: It looks villainous, which makes sense. Cause it was probably designed for, you know, which galaxy yeah. member even uses it? I don't remember. Yeah. Saturn, Saturn I think. Mars, I, I think don't
0: know. Saturn. Uh I don't remember any of the, which exactly. ones is it's Gen 4. Don't ask me about team team galactic.
2: Back in Gen 4, you don't know. Okay.
0: Uh Back in Gen 4 for team galactic, I do not remember which yeah, which that's... one. I remember I think Mars has the Perugly.
2: Tank. doesn't she? Oh okay, <laughs> see I don't even know. I thought Mars was Skuntank. Tank.
0: I thought Mars was Mars was in the Valley Windworks and then and then there's Saturn, who is the man. Saturn has the yes. Toxic and then and then Jupiter has the uh, Skuntank. Tank.
2: Okay. See, I don't even know
0: from like, my from my point recollection. being
2: Sneasler, awesome Toxic You can quit. You can retire now. We got a better, more iconic <laughs> one. But Croagunk can stick around because Croagunk is more iconic than you too. So
0: I do agree that Sneezler. The only thing, the only problem I have with Sneezler is that it didn't make sense to me to exist. I I was confused by it too, like lore wise. Because they were doing a really good job in Legends Arceus of not making any Hisuian forms of Pokemon that existed-
1: Were native to
0: Sinnoh and That world. were native to Sinnoh. Sneasel's the only Pokemon that's native to Sinnoh that got a Hisuian form. I don't know what the lore is as to why that Sneasel doesn't exist anymore.
2: You know, maybe it you know evolved in the traditional sense of the word.
0: I heard somebody have a really fun theory that it was, uh, it was because of, like, the space-time distortions, because you know you can get regular Sneasel in Legends RCS. The space-time distortions happen, and then the new, the old Sneasel, like, the original Sneasel comes in and, like, wipes out the old Sneasel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not sure how, considering the new one beats its type, but sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because it can live in the cold better or something, I don't know.
2: So it doesn't wipe it out, it just died out, maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting, and I, I want to know the lore. (laughs) I want to know the Another. lore. All right. Okay. So we need one, one, and one. Right. Yeah. I think it's Sigma's turn.
1: I'm stuck on for a
0: top one. Uh. Yeah, the top one's hard at this point. Like there, there's some, there's some good ones left. There are. There's a lot of good ones.
1: My reasoning is toxicity is cool, but similar to Gengar, I think of it more of an electric Pokemon than a poison Pokemon.
0: Uh, I would so agree.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off on that one. So I'm actually stuck between Toxapex. And no, get out of here, get no. Out of here. no and get out of like
0: wheezing is
2: i don't see wheezing as a top either like it's mm-hmm. cool
0: yeah it's like that's what I, I, I would, would agree more with galarian wheezing than regular wheezing even then i don't know that i would put it in the top
1: wheezing just finally got interesting this gen with its uh null with its neutralizing gas ability like it makes it interesting in doubles uh it's interesting in singles kind of as a, just a physical wall but that and like Toxapex has ran singles defensive cores since it was invented,
2: <laughs> for sure. Like no one doubts that Toxapex is a good Pokemon. Uh, I don't know. I think it's design. Like, I don't love its design. Yeah,
0: I'm sitting over here like thinking of like Roserade. You know, i being well, like- I
2: was thinking Roserade or even Venusaur. Venusaur, because-
0: yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: Venusaur is iconic for being the first. And oh. Uh, OG dual type starter. Okay.
0: I'm okay with Venusaur. It
2: starts as a poison grass, and I love that.
0: Actually actually, yeah, I think Venusaur wins that. I like Venusaur. I like Venusaur. I'm okay with Venusaur. I think Venusaur hits the top. I think Venusaur's the that last slot in the top. Venusaur deserves it.
2: I was torn between it and Roserade as well, though, because Roserade's great. Too.
0: Roserade's not bad. Uh, Roserade gets yeah. an honorable mention, but like Venusaur yeah. is the winner. Okay, so we need a worse one. We only need one more worse one.
2: I mean, we were dunking on Toxicroak all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I want to keep dunking on it, but like, I don't know. There's some other things that exist that probably shouldn't. Garbador is right there.
2: I feel like Skuntank is lame, too. For me, it's between Skuntank and Toxicroak. What were you suggesting?
1: I said Garbodor is right there.
2: Garbodor? I don't know. A lot of people have a soft spot for it.
0: Yeah, but it's still Garbador. Garbador I can't be mad at.
2: It's Garbadorable.
0: One of the Pokemon I want to be mad at is Seviper. I like Seviper's design, though. Just for existing? it's
2: a cool design, though. Like, Seviper and Zangoose are really cool
1: designs. They're one of the... Agree. They might be the only cool duology design in Ruby and Sapphire. Um, Uh, They're one one of the best...
2: Plusle and (laughs) Minon?
0: They're better than Plusle and Minon? They're better than Lunatone and Solrock? They're better than a lot of things, actually. yeah. Compared to a lot of Pokemon throughout the history of the franchise, like, I think the duality between Sviper and Zangoose is very good.
2: It's like,
1: Sviper is not top for me, but it's not bottom.
2: Agree. That's why I'm like, just dump Toxicroak. Arbok
1: is garbage compared to Sviper. Like,
0: man, Arbok is bad too. <laughs> like, also, OG Muk is pretty bad. And, uh, but I don't want to put it there because Swallot's there.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why Swallot's there. Swallot's a worse Muk.
0: Yeah. Mm, i trying to think because, like, I mean, I don't want to dunk on Toxicroak too hard, but she might not be wrong.
2: I mean, we should, because...
0: Drapion doesn't go on the bottom.
2: Croagunk is cooler. If Croagunk is cooler than the evolution, like, that is a strike against Toxicroak.
1: Yeah. What about male (laughs) Saland?
0: Hmm. No, no, no. The Dark Horse candidate. (laughs) The Dark Horse...
2: You know, I did have Salazzle on my tops. On possible top, so I, I I see the value in that.
0: Salazzle definitely an honorable mention as well. Yeah, Salazzle's cool.
2: Yeah, Salazzle's a cool one.
0: Maybe we do go with Toxic Croak.
2: I think okay. we should go with Toxic Croak. Yeah.
0: You know, what, we'll put Toxic Croak up there. You know what? That's it then. Like we
2: were talking on it for a reason. Okay.
0: <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Toxic Croak, <laughs> you bad. For those of you at home who haven't been writing it down on a Google sheet like we have, our top five has come down to this. Is in no specific order other than the way we were talking about it. Scolipede, Crobat. Nido King slash Nido Queen, Sneasler and Venusaur, and our bottom five are Quillfish. I'm gonna say both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over Quill, Dust Dustox, and Toxicroak. I think the only controversial thing we might have in the bottom five is probably Toxicroak. Probably. Like, I think everybody. I don't see a world in which anybody can complain about anything we put in the bottom five, other than Toxicroak. Swalot fans. I dare them. Yeah,
2: and even then, you'd have to agree that Croagunk is cooler. Sorry,
0: <laughs> Crowagunk is cooler than Toxic croak <laughs> One thousand percent.
2: But if it is your favorite, because everybody's favorite is every Pokemon is somebody's favorite, except for, for Simisear. To your opinion,
0: <laughs> except for Simisear, I
2: actually like Simiseer the most of the three. Hey.
0: Yeah, but that's not your favorite.
2: Like they're all terrible, but they're
0: all really bad.
2: Of the three, I like Simisear the most. <laughs> they're all bad.
0: I hope
1: that all three of them make it onto the worst lists of their type. Yes. I sincerely hope that.
2: That's valid, and they will. They will, without doubt. Oh, without doubt, they will.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's going to be it for our topic today. If you have feelings about which are the top five and which are the bottom five poison types...
2: Oh, you do. They do. Send that in. You know you do.
0: They had feelings about the rock type one, and I feel like poison is better than rock.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of cool poison types, so a lot of people got snubbed. It's all good.
0: Yeah, so send that into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. But until then, we're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the Episode this week is National Dex number six hundred and fifteen, Cryagonal, the crystallizing Pokemon.
2: When the weather gets hot, these Pokemon turn into water vapor. Cryogonal are almost never seen during summer. Oh no. <laughs> Global warming, I got some bad news for you, Cryogonal! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cryagonal has the best exit answer though.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has the best exit answer. Well, it just can't exist. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize it got a bump in Generation 7. It was one of the Pokemon that got a stat bump in Gen 7. Yeah, its defense was really bad, and now it's
2: just... It's still really bad, but not as bad.
1: It's not really bad. When you're 30, it's bad. Really bad. When you're 50, it's like, hey, it's bad.
0: <laughs> All right, so it's... Uh, yeah, so let me go ahead and give you its base stats. Uh, these are the current base stats, by the <laughs> way, not the improved upon base stats. You got a base HP of 80, a base attack of 50, a base defense of 50, a base special attack of 95, base special defense of 135, and a base speed of 105, and so the defense used to be 30. I don't know that that makes a difference, but that's okay. Thirty's really bad. Thirty's <laughs> really bad, but 50's not great either.
2: It's still bad. It's bad.
0: It's still bad. It's not great, but you probably take fake outs. But that's a really good special defense stat. Like, that's crazy good. And its special attack isn't terrible.
2: Imagine if it was in Gen 1. Imagine if it was in Gen 1. Just have 135 special. Yeah. Right?
0: Its special attack stat is higher than Talonflame's attack stat, so that's got something going for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and its move pool isn't terrible either. Like, it it gets decent coverage. So, good for you, Craig, and all being competentish.
2: Explain this to me. It learns solar beam, but how would you see it in the sun? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I assume that it's
1: reflecting the sun off of it?
0: Yeah, that's what I imagine. I feel like that's the flavor. But like,
2: how? It's water vapor. Okay.
0: <laughs> because it's a snowflake. It reflects the sun. Snow is actually really bad about that. Like, you can more easily get sunburned, like, when you're out skiing and stuff, than you can on the beach, because of the way it reflects the light. You
2: got a sunscreen. You got to put that sunscreen on every day.
0: But today we got a team with Cryagonal on it. It is a BSS Spikemouth Cup team, so if you play in VG or play in the Summer League with us, this is a team that could work for you. I'm going to take the top two boys. Um, here, first we're going to start it off with our, with our titular Cryagonal. This is Cryagonal holding a Lumberry because we're worried about it getting burned or something, I guess, I don't know.
1: Paralyzed, I assume.
0: Paralyzed, yeah, probably. He's supposed to be a speedy boy, like, that's not ideal. It's got Levitate because it's a Cryagonal. It's got 236 HP, 130, or not 130, just 36 special defense, and 236 speed because it's trying to outrun probably base 130s. And it's got the following call uh it's a calm nature, so he's a bulky boy. And he's got uh freeze dry, so he can hit those water type Pokemon like uh like Gastrodon,
1: Toxapex.
0: And Toxapex for super effective damage. Because this is BSS, it also has sheer cold. Mm. I love it. I love Oko moves in any format.
2: Just slip a coin. <laughs> Like, the
0: one the one perk of switching from, like, uh, Smogon rules to o- to BSS has been the Oko moves.
1: I, I like them. One third of the time, they work every time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's super cute because, like, occasionally you pull off that guillotine and it makes you feel good.
1: It's like, I had no other chance.
0: I had no other chance, but this was my win con, so I'm going to roll the dice. I don't know. I like the gambler. Mm-hmm. I like the gambler. Uh, but we also have Haze so you can uh, do stat wipes and recover because Cryagonal gets recover. Yeah, he's just a bulky special boy here to ruin your day.
2: And only a bulky special. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, but if you want a, bu- if you want a bulky special def- or physically defensive boy, we got Zapdos. That's true. Uh, holding a citrus berry with a static ability so that if you touch it, you're going to get paralyzed maybe. And 252 HP, 236 Defense, 20 Speed, Bold Nature, Discharge, Heat Wave, U-Turn, Roost. That is just Zapdos. I do not know what else to say.
1: That is a Zapdos.
0: (laughs) That is Zapdos.
1: Gotta
2: love it.
0: Yeah, that is Zapdos. All right. Well, uh, somebody take two more of these guys. I don't care which ones.
2: I'll take the middle two. I'll take the middle two so uh, Sigma can get the cool finale. Uh, We got Seismitoad uh with leftovers. And it's got water absorbed because you got options with him. Uh 252 HP, 76 attack, and 204 special defense with a careful nature. So also chonky. Uh we got Liquidation and Earthquake for our stab moves. And then we're running Toxic and Substitute. So hide behind that wall while you poison them and you know you got your leftovers going on. So that's cool. Woo we- mm. Yeah, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: And then Corviknight we got Love the Corviknight, we got mirror armor, uh, with an Oka Berry. So fire, not here. Okay. Fully Oh my gosh, this team is so chonky, isn't it? <laughs> 252 HP, 252 defense, four speed, impish nature.
0: Yeah, this team doesn't want you to doesn't want you to take it out.
2: No. It's here to stay. Build strong to last long. Okay, it's got Iron Head and Body Press, and why wouldn't you with all that defense? And also Roost, because it gets Roost, of course, in Iron Defense, because dang, they want to be Chonky.
0: Yes, they do. Chonky and chunk. And then they kill you
1: with the chonkiness, so it's not like you sit there forever like a shuckle.
2: The body press is basically treating iron defense like a swords dance, so you, you get it.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I love I love body press. It's not
1: like if a shuckle sets up on you and just does nothing the rest of the game. It like Corviknight's gonna
0: kill.
2: They should give shuckle body press. <laughs>
0: I've been I've been playing OU recently, and like one of my favorite things, um I've been I've just been running sample teams and I can get pretty high now. I can get to like sixteen hundred on a fresh account pretty reasonably now nice um i don't know if it's not because i'm good or if it's because everybody else is bad um i like to think it's the latter mm-hmm. i i do it but like one of the, my favorite things i've been running has been uh Magnazone with body press nice well because it's just the hard counter to like corvinite and to skarmory mm-hmm. and all of these steel types that are out there like it literally just it just it just traps them and then you just get you get iron defenses.
1: And then everyone tries to switch in their special defensive things and it's like it's okay, I've got body press too. <laughs> no, you
0: just like you just sit there and you just iron defense in front of them. <laughs> and then my my favorite thing is like people don't realize like how bulky you get as a magnezone when you're at times four defense and they try to earthquake you with a with lando or something. Oof. And you take like you take like 17%. Nice. Because you're at times four defense. You chilling. Yeah. And then you just body press and just crush everything.
1: <laughs> That's wonderful.
0: We can get back to the real team, not that just OU experiences. All
1: right, next up, we've got our answer to uh, the uh, Dark Urshapu in Galorian Weezing, holding a Rocky Helmet. We're floating. We got 244 HP, max defense with 12 special attack, bold nature, strange steam, toxic spikes, pain split, will-o'-wisp. Honestly, we're just here not to take damage from Urshapus.
0: Like... yes.
1: Urshifu gets punished by wheezing. The wheezing existing. <laughs> the dark one can't really do anything to you, and the water one
0: will d- kill itself. It'll kill itself. Well, it's gonna be real sad if it hit,
1: if it hits surging strikes. It's gonna be real sad about what happens. <laughs> uh And last up, we have the obligatory Urshifu with a choice scarf, max attack, max speed, with a little bit in defense, jolly nature, surging strikes, close combat ice punch and u-turn obviously it's the rapid strike form because we're running searching strikes
2: yeah
0: that's fun yeah so this is uh this is a really fun team we're gonna give it out to the patrons so if you're a patron at the ten dollar level or above you get this guy shiny with the exception of urshifu because urshifu can't be shiny but uh actually Corviknight shiny is pretty good i i'm a fan
1: Corviknight shiny is really good uh seismitoad's okay galarian Weezing's kind of okay it's like a rustic color uh it's better than zapdos everything else is better than zapdos
0: yeah i agree i agree yeah one day we'll get shiny urshifu it'll happen one day it's not super exciting so it doesn't matter too much yeah i mean it'll be like next gen right we'll just get shiny urshifu for no reason Mm -hmm. all right though but that is going to be our pokemon of the episode we're going to kick it on over now guys to the mailbag
1: Your emails.
0: Mail. Mail. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Oh. Uh, we'll give the Green Taurus badge to anybody that sparks discussion. For those of you who are new to the show, the Bailbag segment is where you can email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. We usually have a prompt for you. Last week we asked you guys what you thought of the Scarlet and Violet trailer, and boy, did a lot of you have answers. Uh, we're going to read a few of those today. Um, unfortunately, we can't get to all of them. And this is my, like, quarterly PSA that I have to do because we'll get new people who don't understand. Please uh, refrain from writing short novels into the email. If you want your email to be read on air, the best chance to do it is if you're somewhere in the neighborhood of like three to five hundred words. If you're more than that, you're probably not going to get read because uh, it's just not good. Uh, It's like human speech is only at 150 words per minute when you're trying to articulate and read something out loud. And if you send us something that's like roughly 1500 words, that's just 10 minutes of straight reading with no discussion. And that's not a good segment it makes. Uh, With that out of the way, though, we got a lot of things to talk about. So we're gonna jump right into it, and I think our first one is gonna be from Ghost Trainer Z, and Sigma's got this one.
1: Yep. Hey, Puckle Gang, Ghost Trainer Z here. I've been a long time listener, but a first time writer. I listen to you guys all the time since I have to commute approximately five hours to work and back.
2: Oh no! Props to you.
0: That's a that's a commute. Oh my gosh.
2: That that is a commute. That's like a transmute.
0: <laughs> yeah. You should teleport. I kind of understand. I used to have like an hour and a half each way, so. That kind of makes... Like, hour and a half, I think, would be my limit in like extenuating circumstances.
1: If you're taking like a bus into a train, like, yeah, no, it it can add up
0: quick. I do agree with that. I do agree with that.
1: Adding the waiting times in there, too, like, it's not the end of the world. At least you have something to do.
0: Yeah, you got Puckle. Yeah. We've got... Literally, I think I think I did like a rough calculation on how much content we have. I think it's something in the ballpark though of like a solid month. Like you could just listen to Puckle for like a month. Ah, yeah, you could like without sleeping. So we've got plenty. Uh, how much of that's good content? I will not tell you, but uh, <laughs> I will say it's not all of it.
1: Mm, I love each and every episode. I consider myself more of a casual Pokemon fan. And oftentimes, you guys lose me when the conversation turns really technical with VGC. But alas, I try my best to keep up. I just wanted to say that I am super excited about Scarlet and Violet, as I've always wanted Pokemon to visit the Iberian Peninsula. The legendaries look absolutely stunning, and are arguably the best designs since Gen 2 legendaries. Uh, hmm.
2: I like the Gen 6 ones. I like Gen 6, too. That's what I was going to say.
0: Yeah, Gen 6 is pretty good. I don't like the Gen 4 ones, but the Gen 6 ones are... Yeah.
2: I like Giratina. That's my girl, Tina. I will
1: agree they are a major step up from Gen 8 legendaries.
0: Yes, the Gen 8 uh, legendaries felt very uninspired.
1: I like Eternatus. I liked Eternatus. I do not like the dogs.
0: Yeah, Eternatus was good. Even Calyrex is solid. It's just the the dogs. I Well, to be fair, Calyrex is more equivalent to, like, a mythical... Kind of. Well, no, because they, they like, they fixed the mythical problem. Like, if we look at how many mythicals we actually got in Gen 8, it was literally just Zarud.
1: It's Zarud and Zarud with a cape, technically.
0: And I'm really okay with those being the only ones we got.
1: Honestly, they shouldn't have been mythical, and they should be usable in battle, but yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, Zarud is not that exciting.
2: It's not that good.
0: Yeah, it's not that exciting, I think Urshifu is super exciting because Urshifu they actually crafted specifically for competitive. Urshifu might have been too good. I don't think it's too good. I think they like they obviously thought their way through its stat distribution.
2: It's Landorus good.
0: It is Landorus good, yeah. I think it's a little worse than Landorus, but I think it I think it's usable still.
1: Like it's fallen off recently because the restricted legends are in the poor map.
0: Yes, that's true. Oh yeah, when those when those are gone Urshifu reigns, yes.
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, they they can't compete with 700 base stat totals. Oh. Absolutely true.
0: <laughs> Absolutely true.
1: They're still really good when those 700 base stat totals aren't around. Even when there was just one of them, Urshifu was reigning supreme.
0: Urshifu is very good. Urshifu is a very good Pokemon. But they they also crafted it to be a good Pokemon. And to not be a broken, overpowered mess. Because, like, they, its base speed stat is 97, and that is for a very specific reason. <laughs> Like ninety seven is like like they did that on purpose, Mm-hmm. so that specific Pokemon would outspeed them, like Yveltal and Xerneas.
2: Hydreigon.
0: But they would still outspeed things like Mimikyu.
2: Yeah, I love unique speed uh, tiers.
0: Yeah, they did it. They did it on purpose. They they were very, they crafted it on purpose.
1: Doesn't Urshifu have like a weird DST too? Like, usually yeah. they'll go for like a 570.
2: It's like 570, right? Like it's, yeah, let me look. Yeah, I think fine.
1: they went slightly lower than 570 just because of how strong it was. It's kind of like Naga Nadel, where they're like, we know this is too strong if we give it the standard
0: like stat distribution. Actually, Urshifu only has 550 base stat.
2: Wow, that's like comparable to Arcanine, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like Naga They
1: had to look at it and they're like, it needs a little less stats because it's a little too good.
0: They did a very good job. I like how they balanced it. They balanced it very well. I mean, I think Calrex also, they did a decent job with as well. I I think they also fixed the mythical problem where we could never use them in VGC and then they made it so you could use them in VGC. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I really appreciate that too.
1: Horses were solid. The Reggies were solid.
0: Everything's everything's great. They did such a good job. Good for you, Pokemon. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to ZZ Mail.
1: Originally, I was leaning towards getting Violet, but I'm really liking the prehistoric look of the Scarlet Legendary. Do you guys think it almost resembles Quetzalcoatl? I think that's how you say it.
2: Quetzalcoatl, yeah, it's the Aztec god. Uh, yeah, uh, Quetzalcoatl, yeah.
0: The Feathered Serpent Deity. Not really.
2: I think Rayquaza resembles Quetzalcoatl a lot more.
0: I'm not even worried about it. I just think they look cool. They do look cool. That's all I care about. Like five years ago, maybe I would have been delving into their origins, but me today as a Pokemon fan is just like, they look cool. I'm a fan.
1: They look cool and I will wait till I see more.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: That's where I'm at. It's like, they'll show me more eventually. I don't need to delve too deep
0: into it. They'll drop their types eventually and we'll understand. Actually, they never dropped the Gen 8 types. I don't think they actually ever dropped the Gen 8 types. For the, to be uh, fair,
1: that's because they had a hidden form that no one know, knew about until the release. Yeah. They actually did really good keeping that under wraps.
0: They they kept everything under wraps about Gen 8, and it was a bad time, in my opinion.
1: I think they should have shared a little more. I yes.
0: Think- I think Sun and Moon was too much. I think Gen 8 was too little. We need some happy medium.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an odd. Hernan Cortez the Spanish Conquistador who conquered Mexico and who the Aztecs believed was Quetzalcoatl in reincarnation.
2: That is debated among scholars, but let's carry on. Uh, I also
0: think I also think it's a bit of a stretch to be like, I think it might also, be her Also, why Cortes. would we, yeah,
2: like... But it know, looks exactly like
0: necessary. Quetzalcoatl, but it's probably the guy.
2: No.
1: Either way, the design is flawless. I am also looking forward to the new Ghost Pokemon that will be introduced in Gen 9. That's always a highlight for me.
0: Sinistee was definitely not a highlight for me, but that's okay. You
2: agree.
1: I I liked it. It was bad in battle, but I liked it.
2: You know what? Monotypes bore me as part of it. Like, give me something. Were
1: there any other ghosts? I mean, we got Runa Regris. <laughs> there was Corsula, too. At least Dumb was cool in Gen 7.
0: I mean, Ghost, you had a lot of cool stuff in, in Gen 7. You had, like, Mimikyu, but... Let me take a look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess like um, uh, we got Spectre. We did get Spectre.
1: Spectre is cool. Uh, it didn't deserve a ban, but it's cool.
0: No, it does not deserve a ban. It's not that good. Um, Let me see if we got anything else in Gen, Gen 8 that I can think of. I mean, technically Zora and Zorark, but I don't know that those count in Sword and Shield. Oh, Dragapult. We did get Dragapult.
2: Dragapult's amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. That, that makes up for all the yep. okay
1: ones. Okay. We're, we're good. Lastly, I just wanted to comment that, like Thatch, I also pick the water starter every time, so Quaxly, it is for me, and maybe we will get our first Water Ghost fully evolved starter.
0: Okay, so for the record, I didn't follow that pattern for the entirely. I did switch from Poplio to Rowlet, because Rowlet was the superior starter compared to Poplio, And I am going to do the same thing again, because as good as, I mean, to be fair, I think all three of them look good this time.
1: I, I think they're all solid right now.
0: I think this is the first time I can be I can be convinced to start with a fires type starter, and I'm going with Foy Coco.
1: I, I'm going with Coco too. Easy pick. Sprigatito for me. Sprigatito's cute.
2: I always whatever has like the most style or like I got a vibe with it, you know. And I change my type all the time. This is actually going to be the first grass type I choose since Snivy.
1: I I usually switch between grass and fire.
2: Yeah, I've done them all, just depending on what I vibe with.
1: I think I picked Squirtle once, and then I picked Oshawott in, like, white, too. And that's that's how the uh, first run of the game has gone for me, water type-wise. Yeah. But let's wrap it up. Keep up the good work, and looking forward to more episodes. Thanks for taking the time to read my email, Z. Well, thank you.
0: All right. Well, let's get into this next email, then. This one's going to be from MatterCats. Hey, Puckle. My thoughts on the most recent trailer are pretty simple. This game has a lot of potential, and as I am usually thrilled about the new Pokemon, I am especially interested in the story for once. I have been playing with the idea of the past-slash-feature-based Pokemon in my homebrew region based on Australia-slash-Oceania, and now that it's all but confirmed to be the theme of these games, I cannot wait to see what the professionals do with it. I think there is so much potential for a really meaningful story to be told while also integrating interesting mechanics and features. I'm not going to hold my breath for the story. I I played Gen 8. Uh, it was, it, yeah. I'm not gonna hold my breath. I mean, we already got Riding Gray into space and interdimensional ultra beast. Why not introduce time travel into the series too? Oh, I hope there's time travel. That'd be cute.
2: There seems like there will be. So
0: that was my main takeaway from the trailer. Besides, all five of the new Pokemon they showcased seemed really cool. Lechonk is gonna be a real boomer bust kind of mon. I think. Hopefully, they have an awesome Evo for it, so it doesn't fall flat. Yeah, Dubwool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna fall flat, but it's okay. We'll love it anyway.
0: If Tauros doesn't get something now that the region is based on the place where they do Running of the Bulls, I will have great sadness. They had the Toro shirt in the trailer, and that made me very excited. I'm very excited for the Toro shirt in the trailer.
1: They understand.
0: They know. They absolutely know. Thanks, as always, for providing amazing weekly content. Matters, cats. I, I really want, like, fire something Tauros. I think it'd be really cool. I think it'd be really, really, really cool. All right, at this last one sublime this one's gonna be from the british gent
2: yep all right dearest thatch um we're gonna have to redact this co-hosts are gonna be different the ever so lovely uh r sigma uh r sigma (laughs) yeah yeah and the ever so sublime i hope you are all doing well this fine summer day uh jumping straight into the mailbag can we give a big hand to shady penguin and captain caveman's wife uh if she was to be drawn in the early 90s Captoon cartoon for getting roles as the new professor in uh, Scarlet and Violet.
0: Okay, that's a good joke, actually, though. Ooh. Because Professor Turo does look like Shady Penguin. And... Oh, does he? Yeah.
2: Uh... Oh. Then I apologize, because I've been saying many, many lewd things about <laughs> 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 <The laughs> Professor Turo.
0: Are you starting with Violet Sublime? I have a feeling you're starting with I was going to start
2: with Violet anyway, because purple is my favorite color. And then I saw the professor, I was like... I made the right decision.
0: That's the right choice.
2: <laughs> I made the right decision. He can get it. Okay. Uh... <laughs> this,
0: game, this game is hardcore laying into the memes.
2: Dale duro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Pokemon look great. My daughter is loving them all and has set her heart on Violet now. I love the Legends and believe this is the first time that both of the Legends have everyone loving them.
0: That's so true, though. I don't think there's, like, an obviously better one.
2: Yeah, they're both interesting. I don't yeah. love, love them both. I think the tire thing is like, it's it's a tire in your chest. You have tire breasts. I think account. they're
1: going to be motorcycles.
2: Yeah, I, they're definitely motorcycles, but it's like...
0: It's going to be the know. Breath of the Wild motorcycle, like, post-game, so you can just drive around. Holy,
2: to time travel. I assume you're going to time travel on them to the future past.
0: Yeah, once you hit 88 miles per hour.
2: Yeah. It's your DeLorean Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> God. DeLorean, yeah. Maybe that's the new Eevee, DeLorean.
0: I don't, know if I don't know if they'll do time travel, but
2: I... I think, I don't know. They're clearly going for a future past thing, so I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility.
0: I don't disagree with you. I really do think that it's just going to end up being the Breath of the Wild motorcycle, though.
2: Yes, the Breath of the Wild motorcycle that also you use to time travel. I think I, that's what it is.
0: I don't I don't think that last part's true, but yes.
2: <laughs> we'll see. If it happens, I'll be like, I knew it. And if not, I'd be like, well, you know, yeah, it could have happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm the only I'm the only one that people remember predicting things incorrectly, so that's the way it works. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know what? You always curse it, so by you not thinking it'll happen, it's more likely to. So that's thank true. You for that. thank no,
0: you. there you go. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. your back.
2: Yeah, my daughter is loving them and has her heart set on Violet now. I love the legends, and I believe this is the first time that both of them have everyone loving them. The landscape looks great, and the new Poke Stops—sorry, not sorry—are a good idea. I agree.
0: They're 100% calling them Pokestops, by the way. If they're going they, to. Yeah,
2: it's cool. I'm down with it.
0: They're going to call them Pokestops.
1: It's
2: fine.
0: I'm okay with it. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I'm i cool just with it. I think the only thing I'm mad about is the Pokemon Go imagery. That's the only thing I'm mad about. Like, you can call it a Pokestop, but don't make it look like one, okay?
2: It <laughs> doesn't. It doesn't.
0: No, no, it does. It does. Like, in the back, they have a shot of it in the distance, and it legitimately has the thing sticking up out of the top of it that looks exactly like a Pokestop yeah. from Pokemon Go.
2: Yeah. Eh, whatever. Whatever. The design of when you approach it is different.
0: No, actually. it's definitely different when you approach it. I agree with yeah. you.
2: There is one thing I am wondering, and I don't want to get my hopes up for. We're being told that there is four-player co-op in the game. Has anyone thought about what else this could mean? Does Game Freak or Pokemon believe that s- their servers are good enough to have four people playing at one time for long periods?
1: It's not their servers. It's usually
0: done locally. It's going to be peer-to-peer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've got great internet, so I'm Gucci. You so know do me. I. You can hang with me.
0: Sublime and I are going to play together all the time. It's fine. We're yeah, got... we're good. Yeah.
2: If that is the case, could this be a sign for a longer battle timer? Uh, I think so. Let's hope. Let's hope.
0: I think it depends on how they do PvP battles. If they do it in the same way that they did it in Sword and Shield, I'm not confident. But if they do it in the way where you can just play in the overworld, because like it, let's say Sublime and I are playing in the overworld with our really good internet connections. Yeah, yeah. And we decide we want to battle in the overworld. I don't think there should be a timer whatsoever because Sublime and I could have been playing together anyway.
2: Oh my gosh. You know what I love about this is that you could go to anywhere in the region ostensibly and have your battle. And that is cool.
0: Exactly. And if that's the case, I think there's a uh, argument to be made to going back to like OU on card again, which I hope is the case.
2: Let's hope. Let's hope.
0: That's what my fingers are crossed for. I'm going to say it's not going to happen because if I say that it won't happen. It, it will happen. <laughs> ha, okay,
2: <laughs>
0: it'll be like Yu-Gi-Oh Duelist Kingdom,
1: and then somebody battles in the rainy area because they have a rain. That'd night.
2: be cool. Yeah, that'd be no, cool. no. It cool. would be it would be just really, really cool to do. It'd also be a really fun premise for when we do gym uh, ch- battles later uh, for the summer league.
0: But also, like, think about uh, not even that. Just like one of our biggest complaints has been in uh, in the recent past. And this is like a very minor complaint, though. Is like just battle backgrounds have been very stale. Um, because you usually just get, like, Digital Stadium number 6, and now it's like, oh, you can battle, I guess, in, you know, in whichever stadium in Sword and Shield, but now you could just, if this is the case in Scarlet and Violet, you could just battle anywhere.
2: Yeah, it's very uh, Legends Arceus, which I loved about that as well.
0: Yeah, well, it looks like they are going to be taking a cue from that to some extent, and I'm hoping the PvP follows into that as well.
2: Let us hope so.
0: I mean, it looks like
1: they still have some arenas, too. Yes, absolutely, and I imagine there will be a ladder. So for sure, I could see us using those arenas as like online battle arenas, which
0: is fine. As long as the timer is reasonable and longer than twenty minutes, I will be happy. Mm-hmm. Or at least for at least being able to set up those battles, like because obviously there's not going to be an OU ladder on cart, but being able to do an OU battle on cart is all I want.
2: Your own personal six v six.
0: Yeah, I want to be able to do I want to be able to do six v six because I think the fact that they just took it away from us even if you're just playing with in-game teams, is absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely absurd. We should have 60-minute timer minimum for that kind of stuff. We should be able to customize it and play it our way to some extent.
1: I mean, even if they want to do like 30-minute timers, that's workable at
0: least. 30-minute timers we can almost do. I might, I would really just prefer 45, but at that point, they might as well just give us the hour, right?
1: 30 is workable. Like that That was our breaking point. It's like, oh, we can't feasibly do 30 minutes okay well i guess we can't do 66
0: yeah 30 minutes 30 minutes i would say we could we could try to push but and then you get a stall match and then it takes forever
1: like i think most of my gen 7 matches were in the 20 minute range like
0: it was 20 to 30 minutes yeah they were they were just over 20 a majority of my gen gen Oe unless matches. it was
1: against seth and then it was like an hour
0: but- Against seth or rotted it takes, uh, it took longer because they would play heavy stall.
1: Usually you got into the 10 minutes left range.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what? Down with stall. Down
1: with stall. Most of them ended in the 20 to 30 minute
0: range. Yeah. Like so 20, was like, 20 was just too short.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It
0: just missed
1: the mark for 6v6.
0: Yeah. So I would love 6v6 to be back on cart. And I think there's a, I think this does actually bode well for us that we could actually just do it in the overworld with your friends. At minimum, which is good enough for me, if we can make that work, perfect. We can play OU. I'm here for it.
2: Just a thought I had, and as I said before, I don't want to get my hopes up. You all talk about your little cat not wanting to grow up and onto two legs. All I'm hoping for is my Fue not to turn into Benten's ghost freak. Till next time, the British gent.
0: I don't think I can be upset with Fue Coco's evolution anyway. I don't think it's possible for me to be upset about it.
2: We'll see. Well, don't set yourself up.
1: <laughs> I tell you that weird fake one, I think I'd be okay with just about anything Fue Coco becomes, so...
0: Yeah, I hope it becomes, like, fire electric. I hope it get Like, they better give us cool secondary typings. Please just give us cool secondary typings. Give us secondary typings, uh... Yeah, just give us secondary typings, because I think... I, I think when they're just monotype, it's boring.
2: You have to work extra hard to be good when you're a monotype. Exactly,
0: Yeah. yeah. Gen 8 did, except for
2: Inteleon. They did, yeah. Snivy does, because it's got that, you know, leaf storm drama.
1: Inteleon didn't make it, but the other two. The other two made it work.
2: The other two got there. Part of it is because Cinderace cheats. Cinderace cheats, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah.
1: Rillaboom would have been good if Grassy Glide didn't exist, too.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, Grassy Terrain is the reason it's good.
2: Yeah. For sure.
1: Grassy Glide just made it really, really.
0: Good. Grassy Glide a stupid move that won't exist in Gen 9. Probably. I think those moves are just gonna be permanently stuck to Sword and Shield.
1: I, I could see them coming back with DLC, but
0: I'm not convinced 'cause it, it which is sad because I think like Scorching Sands and Flip Turn are very interesting.
1: Meteor beam's kinda
2: cool. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring a couple of them.
0: Maybe. I'm not gonna hold my breath for those though. Like that's yeah, like... I wouldn't either. Those are the last but things. But it could
2: happen. You know, Pokemon does whatever they want to do, so maybe that's something they want to do, maybe it's not.
0: Yeah. All right. So, mail ba- uh green Taurus badge. I honestly think we should give it to Z. We got. We, Who was we, the
2: first person?
0: Yeah, that was Z. That was Z. Yeah.
2: yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: We gave. We gave a lot of discussion there. So we'll we'll give it to you. Uh, hit us up on Discord. We'll get it to you. On that note, if you want to email us next week, let us know what your top five and bottom five poison types are and why we were wrong.
2: And, and you know, it's not personal because it's not personal. You know,
0: it really isn't. Uh, but I really would love to see what you guys think.
1: Yell at us for our Gengar decision. It's fine.
0: Yeah, email us, PucklePodcast.com. If you want to hang out with us throughout the week, though, and maybe meet up with some other Pokemon fans, a great way to do that is to come to our Discord server at PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, follow us on social media at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can, as well, you can jump into uh, a few of our other things, like our Twitch streams. I do want to start doing that again this week. I've just been... This week was a horrible week for me. I was at work for, like, 12 hours for a couple of days. And they happen to be on the days I usually stream, so I was like, Yeah, that's not happening. So the the streams have been delayed, so I will hopefully bring them back this week. Twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. You can always check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash puckle podcast. Um maybe we try out that Iron Man challenge. I kinda wanna see what it's like and then people can yell at me about it. And then we can of course go ahead and you can go over to Patreon to support the show at patreon.com slash puckle podcast and get some shiny Pokemon right now at the ten dollar tier you get a physical green Taurus badge. Um, which the first wave went out so please make sure your address is correct and also shared with puckle podcast i'm gonna do wave two here probably tomorrow so by the time the show comes out it's too late but <laughs> you can get into wave three on that note though guys i really appreciate every uh, everybody listening and i have been trainer thatch
2: i'm Sublime,
0: and i've been our sigma and here in the lavender town radio tower it's closing time